to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, The Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and it is my joy to share this time with you every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. And we have uh, a bit to share tonight and a busy queue, so I want to make sure that I get to everyone that is already in the queue and has requested a reading. So I'm going to get right to it. And for those of you that are new to the show, either listening live or listening to the replay, I'm so grateful that you chose to be here. Um, Let's begin by sending some love to our producer, RJ, who is unable to be with us tonight. I know that he would greatly appreciate, although he would never ask for it, a big, nice, gentle flow of love to him to support him at this time. So if you could take a moment and just breathe into your heart center, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. And imagine as you breathe out the flow of beautiful love light coming from you and flowing directly to RJ wherever he is in this moment, surrounding him so that with each breath that he takes in, he breathes in that collective of love, that collective gift of love that we're all sharing with him. Thank you. I'm so grateful to have that sense of community and collective sharing of love that is just amazingly powerful. And if there's anyone that you are wanting to support in whatever way you feel they are needing support, you can do this with them and for them as a gift to them as often as you'd like. And considering how 
stressed out humanity is, I would even just send out love to everyone. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. It's actually quite natural by just breathing. We offer that gift of love when we focus on our heart center with our breath. And I don't know anybody that couldn't use a gift of love today and every day. As the time is continuing with this pandemic, more and more fear, more and more stress, stress-related symptoms, stress-related diseases are surfacing. People are going to emergency rooms with chest pain thinking that they are having a heart attack when indeed they are experiencing a stress reaction. And I'm not saying don't go to the emergency room. Don't misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is so much of it. And these people are young. So there is a serious need for understanding how to move through the experience of stress at this time, at every time. But in this time, it's worse than it ever has been during my lifetime. And I'm almost 68. And that doesn't mean that that I haven't had my dark nights of the soul. I have. You know, you don't live this long without having challenges or challenging times in your life. And it's part of being human. It's not a good, bad, right, wrong unless you choose to engage with it and be in judgment of it. And the truth is that when we enter into those dark nights of the soul, whatever they are, whatever's triggered them, We have to know how to deal with it. We have to know that there are people that we can reach out to if the tools in our toolbox are insufficient in supporting us in functioning in a way that feels empowering to each of us. And the last two weeks have been exactly that for me. And I'm a very conscious person. And I have a very extensive toolbox. And the emotions of this time have put me down big time. Yesterday was the first time in two weeks that I actually felt more like myself. It's not easy being a sensitive. It is not easy being empathic and sensing other people's feelings, especially when the majority of the feelings that you're picking up on are those that are dense, low vibrational, and downright uncomfortable, but it's part of the package. And so what we believe about the experiences that we're having shape the experience. So if I believe that it's a cosmic joke that after two weeks of being in emotional uh, challenge of of experience, right? And that finally, after two weeks, I begin to feel more like myself and my back goes out. I'm sorry, that to me is a cosmic joke, right? But it happens. So why does that happen? It happens because your body takes the hit when you're feeling stress. It doesn't matter what the source of the stress is. It's all energetic and the body is only a layer of energy. And if we're feeling emotionally challenged, we're not feeling supported. It's not a logical thing. 
And so even though your mind may not be saying, oh, I feel so unsupported, right? Ah, low back pain, that's support, right? So I'm going to manifest something there. The thing is that it's not a conscious process. So in the moment of conscious awareness that we're going through challenges, it's important to not go into judgment, to not engage with it. I invite you to just keep clearing it. And you know me, if you've listened to the show once before, Ho'oponopono is going to be my default uh, choice, and that is to just whatever memories are the cause of this pain, whatever memories are the cause of this, these emotions that don't feel good to me, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Anything you identify as a problem. And for those of you that have joined us in the queue, hang in there. We, we do not have our producer with us tonight. So after our spiritual wisdom sharing, we will start um, live uh, questions uh, with the people that are in the queue. So please hang in there with me. I will get to you as quickly as I can. And thank you so much for calling into the show. If you've not pressed, uh, one on your phone. If you would like to ask a question, please do that. Press, I think it's either one pound or pound one or star one, something like that. Um, either way, I will check in with you uh, when it gets to be your turn. So cosmic jokes, right? Well, let's talk about emotional intimacy and is it a gift or a challenge? That's what I was guided to share tonight. And the, and the reason is because in this challenging time of, of the experience of emotion, the people that we have the most emotional intimacy with, and this isn't about physical or sexual intimacy, this is about being emotionally intimate or sharing on the emotional level with another person. This can be a spouse, a partner, a friend, a sibling, a neighbor, it doesn't matter. It's someone that you are open to sharing your emotions with. Emotional intimacy deepens the richness of a relationship. So that's the gift, right? Emotional intimacy then is a gift. And we should master it and be able to experience that in all of our relationships, right? Well, emotional intimacy also has a downside. It has a challenge. Because when you open your heart to someone, as, as some of my clients refer to this, right? I, I've opened my heart to them. I'm never going to do that again. Well, I invite you to take a look at that statement if you find you're saying that. Because our soul's purpose for being here is to remember how to be a loving presence in our relationship with ourselves first and with others. Emotional intimacy is a huge gift that we give ourselves first. We don't know where we are in an experience. Emotions are simply an energy dynamic that helps us to define where we are in the human journey where we are in a specific experience. That's all it is. The judgments, the expectations that we put on the emotion, that's, that's us. So what do you choose? Emotional intimacy to be a gift, a challenge. 
Now, anybody that's been in a relationship, particularly a divinely romantic relationship, knows that opening your heart to someone, having emotional intimacy with a divine romantic partner can also be painful, can be a challenge. Because that's the person that's going to tell you that they don't feel good about you. That's the person that's going to accuse you of doing something because they got triggered. That's the person that's going to judge you as being whatever it is that they judge you about. But it's also the person that loves you if they do. Can you get emotional intimacy as a gift and never have it be a challenge? I honestly don't know the answer to that question. Because I recently experienced a challenge with a very dear friend. And it was painful. And it doesn't matter how much we love each other. Emotional intimacy, when it comes up, is a challenge because somebody's button got pushed. Whether it was intentional or not can be painful. But without opening our hearts to other people we lose the experience of the richness of that emotional intimacy as well as avoiding the challenge. I remember when I was married many years ago, I guess I am sharing intimate stuff tonight, aren't I? I don't usually do this, so it's a rare occasion. But I'm feeling that this is important because Just because you teach and guide and empower people on this human journey doesn't mean that we're not human, that we don't experience the sorrows, the pains, and the challenges that all of you do. I may share spiritual wisdom every Sunday night here with you, but that's largely because I've lived life. And spirit has been good to me in sharing wisdom but that doesn't mean that I haven't, have, haven't had my challenges. I remember when I was married and I was very young. Before we divorced, the challenge was who I was being was a trigger for my former husband. Is that that who we are being is okay at one point in a relationship and then it is not? Because it really doesn't have anything to do with us. It's who we're being and what gets triggered in the other person. That's where emotional intimacy becomes the challenge. Now, how we choose to be in the experience of someone being triggered by who we are defines the experience. And so I recently had the same experience that who I am being has triggered someone else without my being aware of it. And trust me, I'm pretty conscious. I pride myself on that, that I'm pretty present and and aware in the moment of my language, of of my mood, of who I'm being, because, because as much as I teach it, I really do live it. I walk this, this walk. I don't just talk about it. And so it was very upsetting to me that who I was being was pushing this button in my friend. But we had a wonderful conversation earlier today. 
And, and what I know is that I could have been many different people in that conversation. I could have been in judgment. I could have been accusatory. I could have been the victim. And I wasn't because I love this person. We've been friends for a really long time. And what's more important to me is not just that I get to be heard, that I'm expressing myself from my heart to resolve um, when emotional intimacy becomes a challenge, but also to do my best to empower the other person. Did it all end well? Fortunately, it did. But it did for a reason. When both people involved in emotional intimacy of whatever kind have emotional intimacy to be a challenge when they both recognize it, if both people are willing to come to the table, so to speak, and speak their truth, not from a place of being a victim, not from a place of judgment, but simply from that place of what their feelings are, what their understanding and knowing is of what their experience, and they share it from that perspective, then the other person involved can ideally hear what they have to say. Doesn't mean that tears don't get shed. Doesn't mean that there are other emotions that are triggered. But for the best possible outcome, which is that the love stays as the priority, right? And the communication is honest, but kind, then the likelihood is that the outcome will be favorable. Love will continue. Friendship remains. And each party grows from the experience. But the minute you come into one of those conversations with judgment and accusations, the gig's up. There is no conversation that's able to be had. No one can hear each other because no one's accepting responsibility for their contribution to whatever the challenges that came up from being emotionally intimate in that relationship. And so emotional intimacy, a gift or a challenge, it's up to you. You get to choose by who you are being in the experience. So I wish you well with it. These are the types of relationship challenges that for over 25 years, I have been so blessed to help people work through. Whether it's married couples or someone who is at odds in a relationship and it bothers them and they don't know how to come to terms or find a path to peace with that person. So if you find that this is an issue that you're having and you would like support, someone to facilitate that experience for you so that you can find your path to peace, please feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. You can schedule a complimentary 30-minute heart healer session with me if you would like. Um, That way I have an opportunity to listen to you and then 
offer you some strategies that I might um, recommend uh, in working together to empower you on this journey of life, however it needs to look for you. Um, Okay, so um, I think that covers what I wanted to cover. Just two additional things, and then we're going to go to our very busy uh, queue. Thank you for everyone for being patient. For those of you that I haven't spoken to yet that have called in and are looking for a reading tonight, our producer is not with us, so hang in there. I see you, and I will get to you, I promise. Okay, so there are two complimentary offerings that, that I offer each month. One is a new moon clearing call. And this month, interestingly, it is falling on Friday 9-11, which is an incredible day of energy for the obvious reasons. And so it is a wonderful time to be on a new moon clearing call with me. And you can repeat the clearing process for the whole week following it until the day of the new moon. To participate in this, if you've never registered, this is a complimentary experience each month, but it's on different days because the new moon falls on different days each month, as you know. So I'll just go to my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com. That's I-L-E-N-E, TheHeartHealer.com, forward slash events. And when the calendar comes up, click on September, click on September 11, and the link to register is there. And I believe it's also the link, the bit.ly link to register is also in the description of tonight's show. All you have to do is register once. You'll get the call-in information. There are international call-in numbers if you live outside the U.S. Um, And everyone that registers is emailed the uh, replay within two hours of the call completing. And it's about a 45-minute call. So please feel free to join us either live or on the replay, but you have to register to play, okay? And then each Saturday, there is, a wonderful new event that I've been participating in as a practitioner. And it is called the Healers Network Health, Wellness, and Psychic Fair. It is a virtual event for those of us that we can't go to a psychic fair or an expo or a health fair because of COVID. And so this opens up a global community for the Healers Network. It is complimentary to come in and listen to lectures and ceremonies and presentations all day long from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can um, experience the different practitioners without a fee. But if you want to schedule time with them, then you can pay them directly. Most of them are charging $25 for a 15-minute session. It's a wonderful experience and an opportunity to experience different practitioners as well as different types of um, healing modalities that perhaps you'd be interested in and didn't know how to experience it without knowing who to go to. So that's something that you might look into. Keep an eye out for my Facebook page, Eileen Gottlieb, or the Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer on Facebook or on LinkedIn. You can, I always post the links to um, register for this Zoom event each Saturday, and it will have the hours that I will be available because I'm not always available from 12 to 9, but it will tell you when I'm going to do my presentations, what the subject will be, and how you can make arrangements to schedule time with me. All right, so those are my two complimentary offerings for the month. 
All right, let me take a sip of water. And let's get to our readings. Thank you all for being so patient. We are going to start with Sharon in Ohio. Sharon, you are live. Welcome. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. How can we be of service? Well, I have um, a, a life question. Um, I've been working at home since March when everything Mm -hmm. closed down. We're all, our whole team is still working at home. They plan on sending us back in January, the end of January. That's what our meeting was about. Do you feel us moving? Do you feel me going back into the office or is this going to be extended longer? I actually am used to working at home. I don't mind it at all. And I want Mm -hmm. to thank Mm -hmm. if that makes it easier. It's a corporation. If that makes it easier for you. you. I hear you. Okay. Um, I will tell you that um, it's very possible that it will, but limited. I don't see you going back right away. I, it feels like there's going to be um, maybe maybe three to five waves of movement back into the physical brick-and-mortar building. Um, I don't see you being in the first wave. Can that change between now and January? Yes. I think it's largely going to depend upon um, how um, everything unfolds. I think the election is going to have a big impact on on how and when businesses open after the election. I I don't know why, but I have I hear myself saying this to you in response to your question, and I'm okay. a little surprised to be honest with you because I don't I don't know the link that would that would be what affects it, but it seems that there is something that is connected to the outcome of the election and and what that's going to do in terms of timing of some corporations opening up to where people are back in the brick and mortar present. Yeah. Does that make sense We're to you? We're considered tier two. Some of them they're going to try and take back in October if that even happens. And we're the second tier to go back in January. That's what the, the talk is right now. But you're I right. I think it's all going to back up more than that. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you feel me there next year, though, working at home? I mean, if I can work at home, I'm fine. I, I mean, You know what? You know what, uh, Sharon, I would really invite you to set the intention That if that's your ideal situation and if you have been able to um, satisfactorily, if not with exemplary skill, do everything that you normally would do Mm -hmm. if you were in the physical form of the bank, then and you want to stay at home, a lot of companies are creating that. I know. A lot of companies are creating that. So if that's your desire and your intention, then keep setting that intention. And you can do the Ho'oponopono if that's something that you're familiar with. Um, you can you can do I've this prayer. But so, you do feel so stability. As, you feel yeah, stability as a, at the job. As a clearing statement, what you can do is to whatever memories are in me that okay. limit my ability to continue to work from home. For, and I would state the name of your company so that you're specific on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. They all work because it's basically clearing whatever would prevent you from staying at home. If that's your desire. 
That's a good point. I know, but you do feel stability there, correct? I do. I do. But, but I also, you know, as much as I can say that, I know this is going to sound really odd. I see this 2020 year as a year of opportunity. Separate and apart from what I said in the beginning of the show and how freaking uncomfortable it is to be in this energy, right? I still feel this year is a year of extraordinary opportunity for all of us. But it depends on how we're in the experience. Does that make sense? It does. But I was just talking about this one specific, yeah. Job is the risibility. Yeah, but I know what you're I know I understand what you mean. I I can only say to you so much has not yet been determined. Okay. I know you're right. So if your desire, so if your desire is to stay with this company, if your desire is to work from home, staying with this company, then keep clearing everything that could potentially prevent that from happening. Anything that blocks it. Which you just told me. Okay. The, the, okay. Correct. That's perfect. Correct. And and when you write your intentions, particularly around that new moon time for the next mm-hmm. lunar cycle, I invite okay. you to be very clear that that's. That's your heart's desire. You know, I am so happy and grateful to be working from home for this fabulous company, give its name, making um, whatever the amount of money is that's your ideal income, consistently depositing such and such amount of money every month, and, and experiencing so much joy in the ability to serve others in this way. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and so it is. Okay, that's perfect. Thank you. You're so worthy and welcome. Sharon, thank you so much for calling in tonight. You take good care, all right? Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a nice evening. Thank you, honey. You too. Blessings. All right. Now we are going to go to Georgia and visit with Donna. Good evening, Donna. Well, I'm trying to get you on the air. Hold on a second. You're not on the air yet. You are now. Good evening, Donna. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I have a little bit of a lag time here on the computer. I'm sorry about that. How can we be no of service problem. to you tonight? I'm impressed that without a producer, you're doing so well. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Goddess is very good to me tonight. <laughs> thank you. So um, I guess my question is twofold. So similar to the previous caller, I, since um, COVID and all that, I used to work at a studio and I'm no longer, I'm doing everything online now. And I feel that's very in alignment with um, what is I'm meant to be doing and I'm bumping up against some massive insecurities and lack of confidence and find myself sort of piddling away my time, but I don't really have, I really shouldn't, I mean, like financially, I'm like, that's, uh, that's insane. So it's a little bit of self-sabotage. And so I'm seeking sort of feedback thoughts on sort of busting through that, that block of like the lack of confidence. Like, even though I know spiritually this is an alignment, it's, I just, I'm like paralyzed with like, lack of confidence and comparing myself. And, um, and then the other aspect to the question is um, I'm also really bumping up against, I spend 90% of my time alone and I'm recognizing how that's starting to really impact my emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. And so 
really feeling like it's time to get a dog, which I'm obsessed with dogs, but I haven't had one for five years because when I was working at a studio, I wasn't willing to have a dog and have it be alone for hours a day. So while on the surface, I can't quote afford a dog right now, I'm also aware that like maybe that would be the thing that would like really help me to, you know, get my well-being uh, in a better place so I could then create and feel more confident and step into the situation more fully. I hear you. I hear you. So (laughs) take a breath. Okay. Breathe, Donna, breathe. Okay. Insecurity, um, challenges with your confidence, comparing yourself to other people, it's all fear. Right. Pure and simple. It's all fear. Give up the fear. Just give it up. It gets to be that simple because if you don't, then what you experience is a life unfulfilled. Mm. Because no one's doing this but you. It's not something outside of you. You are manufacturing this all by yourself. So that's the good news. And the good news is also that you're the one that can change it. Right. Okay. So the simplest Mm -hmm. thing that I can invite you to do is to repeat this clearing statement as often as you can think of it. And anytime you feel uncomfortable on any level, it doesn't matter what it is. You don't even need to name it say the prayer. And so it is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for my lack of confidence, my feeling insecure, and any and all underlying fears on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you. Or just thank you. Now keep in mind. And, and I want to hope that um, Sharon is still listening. Good. Okay. I I want, I want you to, to know when you say, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. What you're saying it to is the cause of the problem, which you have no idea what it is, the all of it. And you don't need to in order for this to work. So think of it as you saying, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, to a child that looks like you. Mm. Think of an age of a child, whatever age your, of your childhood comes to you, and picture yourself at that age. And imagine saying like a loving mother to that child, I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I did to create all these feelings and this suffering in us. I have no idea how I do it. Please forgive Mm -hmm. me for whatever I did to create this. I am so sorry. I don't know how I do these things. Those three statements state to divine creator God that you are 100% responsible for what you're creating, even though you have no idea how you're doing it, and it doesn't matter. You don't need to know. You just need to own it. And then the thank you is to God, divine creator, for clearing it. And the beauty mm-hmm. of this is that not only do you get it cleared from you as it serves your highest good, it gets cleared from everyone and every, everyone everywhere that's holding the same energy. And trust me, 
you are not the only person on the planet feeling a little insecure right now. Yeah. (laughs) Right? You are not the only person on this planet experiencing some fear or some lack of confidence. Right. You are not the only person on this planet that feels a lack of clarity about certain decisions that you want to make. So you doing this for yourself, you're doing it for all of us. So thank you. Mm. I don't think people realize how connected we truly all are. We are truly a family of one big community of one presence, all connected. We are so interconnected. It is astounding. So when you think of doing it, don't think of it as being a selfish or self-oriented act. You're doing that to help you hold a different space, which in turn helps other people hold a different space. And what we need more of on this realm are people that are loving able to be connected consciously to their hearts with themselves because that governs their choices, their actions. More loving people out there, better our world. So Donna, get to it. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. All right. You can do this. I have all faith in you. You can do this. I promise. Okay. And anytime you feel that, that, that icky feeling of fear is, is starting to, to manifest, you feel it in your heart, you feel it in your stomach, right? That, that feeling you know, oh, I'm not being my, my best self here. This feels horrible. Just go to whatever this feeling is. I love you. 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 You don't even need to know hmm. what it is. And, but the more you do it, the more energy you are initiating the clearing of that is the source of your suffering, whatever it is. Okay. So that is your mission if you choose to accept it. Thank you. <laughs> you are worthy and welcome. And, and my answer to you about the dog, I totally understand why you would like to consider it. Trust and know that when you're ready, you'll know. Don't expend a lot of energy questioning about it. Just know that when it's time, you will know, and the perfect little four-legged furry friend will show up for you. Right. (laughs) Okay. I'm in the same spot. My, my, My angel was a Sheltie, and she transitioned to spirit in 93. Oh, wow. And, and I miss her like she transitioned yesterday, but I'm not ready to get another dog. As much as I also would love to have a little four-legged creature to sit here and give me little goo-goo eyes and, and kisses and tell me that she loves me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like puppy love. There just isn't. Nothing. But un- unconditional, joyful love that you can't get from any other kind of creature, right? Right. So right. I get it. I, I understand. <laughs> Go to a well, shelter and play with the puppies. Go to go to a shelter yeah. and play with the puppies with your mask on. Yeah, and just kind of see what 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 I yeah. feel. Yeah, feel it out. See what it feels like. All right. Does yeah. that feel complete for you, Donna? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your evening, honey. And thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of time with us here tonight. Blessings. Thank you.
Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good night. All right. Where are we off to? Ah, we're off to Canada. All right. Let me see if I can get you on. Jay, you are on the air. Hello, sweet man. How are you tonight? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? You're doing pretty good I'm with the always, board. And... <laughs> I'm always happy to hear your voice. What can I do to support you tonight, young man? Hey, you get a question regarding um, how do you discern with so much information out there and asking, I don't know, spirit or, or something to help you to figure what's actually what is true and what is not true out there? That's a really good question. Are you talking about everything or specifically about well, COVID? Well, it's just, you know, news and, and people. Because when I talk to people nowadays about things, um, they go into, like, I don't want to hear it anymore, or they go into hiding and I don't understand it, or mm-hmm, off mm-hmm, the tangent, mm-hmm. and going like, well, gee, there's not very many people I can talk to regarding things like that, where it's world stuff that's going on, <clears> or <throat> even in our backyard regarding e- e- the economy right now, or, you know, COVID. So, right. um, yeah, so I'm not trying to get <laughs> through these people. I'm just saying, you know, why, uh, how, like, how do we discern on information? Because I think we get lost in it, but how do we do it now more than ever where there's so much mm-hmm. information out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, first, let me consider or let me ask you to consider a perspective based on what you just said, right? And and right. the truth is, Jay, there isn't more information than there was six months ago or a year ago. There, okay. there are more significant issues on the table that we feel like we need to know more about in order to make conscious choices. Does that Speak to you how I'm languaging that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So if it does, then with that said, the answer is still going to be the same. Mm. And, And that is to feel into whatever the information is that's in front of you. Because when you feel into it, you know whether something feels right to you or not. There is, without any exaggeration, so much information out there that that are defined as conspiracy theories, that are um, inconsistent information about COVID itself, about testing, treatments, statistical data. And the bottom line is, it doesn't matter. Because... The only way we are being asked from a spiritual perspective to live this life is consciously from our hearts. When we are consciously connected to our hearts and we consider data, newsworthy information, articles, YouTube videos, blog posts, political um, uh, presentations, economic data that is offered from various sources, the issue is still going to be dealt with the same way depending upon who you choose to be in the experience. Mm -hmm. 
if you need to research things to the nth degree and vet everything to whatever degree you can and then make a decision that you feel serves your highest good, then that's one way of approaching it. If you rather choose to put all of your options in front of you and feel into each one and see what wisdom you receive as a result of your connection to each option, that's another way of choosing. I like using a combination of both. Because one of the things that I find to be the most distressing about being in this time, being an empath, is, as I shared in the beginning of the show, the last two weeks have been an emotional nightmare for me that started with a friend telling me that they were going out to get a concealed weapon license because they're not letting anybody come into their house, yada, 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 yada. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, what? This is someone that I've known for 15 years? I was so put into a tailspin by the experience because I questioned my ability to be discerning. Did I not know this person all these years? Or is this choice, this behavior, a part of how she's responding to this world, this time? And Jay, the bottom line is, It doesn't matter how I'm being guided to be in all of this is to be the presence of love, to keep clearing whatever it is that is the source of suffering for all of us. It doesn't matter who it is or what it is. I know my soul's purpose. So I am always going to trust and honor when I get out of my human way, when I'm in there, right, because that does happen, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to trust and honor that it really doesn't matter whether this is what's going on over here or this is what's going on in front of me or over there. I'm still going to address it the same way. And so trusting what you feel about something is going to always guide you in a good way. Does that make sense to you? Mm, yes. yes. You know, you you are very um, intuitive, Jay. Yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Don't, don't <laughs> want to own it 100%? Can, can I hear it? Yes, I am, Eileen. <laughs> yes, I am, Eileen. But the thing is, Thank you very much, like Jay. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> you are, sweet man. And... And use that gift because that will always help you to be discerning. Research what you feel like you need to. Listen to what, what you feel drawn to listen to. I must get 10 to 20 videos sent to me through Messenger every day <laughs> oh from, from different people that, you know, and do I open all of them? Oh, hell no. Right? I would drive myself crazy. I did that in the beginning. There were a lot of things that I felt drawn to listen to. And I don't regret having done that 
because I obviously needed to do that to get to the place where I am now. And where I am now, I feel very comfortable. Right? So trust your instincts, your intuitive wisdom and knowing, because it will always guide you in the right direction. I promise. Okay? Okay. Does that feel complete? Did I answer your question? Yes, you did. Thank you so much for a lot All of All right, my love. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, you take good care of you up north, okay? I will. You take care of yourself down south there, too. Okay. I will do that, Thank Jay. Thank you, honey. Blessings. All right. Yeah. Bye-bye yeah. now. Blessings. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. Where are we off to? All right. Ah, Paul, you are still here. Okay, we're going to go um, to Toronto and speak to Paul. Hello, sweet man. How are you? Hey, Eileen. So my what question we do for is you tonight. <clears throat> so my question is, what's a better environment in terms of less distractions and more bliss for my unlimited de- desires of doing practices in my journey of unlimited? unlimitedly emanating love to entirety and winning a big jackpot. Oh, God, I love the way you language that, and I don't understand what you want me to tell you. So break it down for me, Paul. What do you really want to know? (laughs) You language that quite eloquently, but I'm not not clear, so talk to me. Okay, Okay, so I'll repeat the question. What's a better environment in terms of less distractions and more bliss for my unlimited desires of doing practices in my journey of unlimitedly emanating love to entirety and winning a big jackpot. So the practices are visualizations and many other ones as well, right? And some details are family is at home and pulling me towards hanging with them when it's not my bliss and are not a part of my unlimited blissful desires. Okay. Uh, yeah, there are variables. Home provides some luxury, security, state, and stability, mm-hmm. and moving mm-hmm. out can at its best provide the same, plus freedom right. and more, uh, off psychiatry, medicines, etc. Right. I'm going to win soon either way, but um, I'm just wondering what's the more blissful uh, environment whether it's um, to be at home and enforce my boundaries mm-hmm. or is it to move out and uh, I, win. I always, Paul, Paul, I yeah. always feel when we connect that, that security with healthy boundaries is your best choice. So okay. home with healthy boundaries is always going to be your best choice. That's um, where, I was where to. Be, because wherever you wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that statement? Wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. Right. I, I know. So I know what you mean. It's on the lines of Abraham Hicks. Uh, you take your vibration with you, and uh, yes, sir. it's on the same and line. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and not only do you take your vibration with you, you take all your baggage with you. You take all of your yeah. challenges with you. You take all of what you identify as the distractions that keep you from your bliss. You take them with you as well. 
So for yeah, you, stay within the security of where you are and, and master the practice of being able to access your bliss and limit your own distractions within that environment to do what you want to do, to to emanate love and to um, bring in financial abundance, right? Because yeah. it's about who you're being with you first. That really is the most significant relationship that you have. Yeah. So get get to your meditation or prayer work, which allows you to more and more efficiently and effectively access that state of bliss that the the union with the divine offers you. So yeah. it's not about it's not about moving out, not right now. You need you need that safe, secure environment. So please don't move out unless you feel that you must. Better spend your energy creating sacred space within that that living space with your family. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. That's where I was good. inclined to. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. I am grateful. You take good care yeah. of you, sweet man. Okay. You too. Thank you, Paul. Blessings. Okay. All right. Let me see. Where am I going next? Okay, hold on one second. Oh, blessings. It didn't tell me wait times. Okay, so we're going to go to um, whoever you are at area code 856, if you'll share with us your first name and where you're calling from. Hi, Eileen. This is Laura in New Jersey. Laura, good evening. How are you tonight? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm well, honey. How can we be of service? What's going on? Well, I'm looking for a contract. I have been since March with the COVID and everything. I had okay. a, a I had a Zoom call uh, interview on Friday for a contract, and I was wondering if you see me getting that or something else. Okay, just breathe into your heart for me, Laura. Let's see what we can pick up on here for you. Hmm. Just asking for any and all information for Laura that speaks about the contract she is looking for. Um, I don't know if this one, but something feels like it's coming in September. Is this, well, that's actually what, two days from now. Um, Maybe it will. But it feels like you will get a very um, a long-standing and uh, stable contract next month. So I don't know when. I don't know if it's this one, but it feels very, very present as we're we're connecting. Um, so Eileen, that might be. So there's. I also applied for a, a one-year contract in Raleigh, North Carolina. And the agent called me last week and told me he had a good feeling that the client would, would want to interview me for that. Hmm. So, and he told me that that one was going to start October 1st. Interesting. So maybe that, it may be. It. Either way, it looks like you're going to get a contract. And, and, and that, to me, is something that I'm tickled about for you. 
Um, this feels very solid. It doesn't feel like it's wishy-washy or maybe December. It really feels like something's coming coming into fruition next month. So you may get the commitment to the one in Raleigh, and it may not begin until October, but um, something is coming next month. And, and I think it's going to be something that's going to be long-term and that you'll like, that, that you're going to feel really comfortable with. Kind of an answer to a prayer is what it feels like to me. Okay. So would that require a long-distance move, that, the one that you're talking about? or I don't know. Move? I don't yeah. know. And since we have, still have a bunch of people still in the queue, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that for tonight, Let's just focus on the, that one question, which is that, that, yes, I do believe that you're going to get a contract, and I believe it's going to be a good one for you, one that will bring you some financial stability for a while and, and some comfort and some comfort. Okay. I know this has been a challenging time. Okay? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome, Laura. Have a good rest of your evening, honey. Blessings. All right. Where else are we off to here? Okay. Hold on. Okay. So we're going to go to area code 786. You're on the air. Can you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Good evening. Can you hear me? You're on the air. Okay, well, we'll put you back on, on the, in the queue. Okay, let me see where else we have. Okay, I think, the, oh, no, someone else popped in. Hold on, hold on. My phone is getting weird here. All right, let's see. Let's go to area code 510. Would you be kind enough Hi. to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? My name is Tasha, and I'm calling from California. Hi, Tasha. Good evening. How can we be of service tonight? Um, I want to see if you could type in and see how I'm doing as far as spirituality, because I've been meditating this stuff. Okay. In terms of what I pick up on as far as the effectiveness of your connection, is that what you're asking? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question then, right? Can we do that first? Yeah. When you meditate, how does it feel? Uh, very peaceful. Mm-hmm. What else do you experience yeah. when you meditate? Uh, like, uh, like my spirit traveling. Okay. And is that is that a joyful experience for you? Is it comfortable? Yes, it's uh, comfortable and, and uh, very easy. Good, good. What else do you experience when you meditate? Uh, vibration. And is that is that comfortable for you? Is it something that feels um, expanding to you? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. And and. Tell me overall, um, are you feeling more peaceful in, in your life and in your relationship with yourself? Yes, I am. 
do you really need me to answer your question or did you just answer it? Um, kind of, I think I feel like I kind of answered it. Okay. What is it that you expect your expanding spirituality to look like? Because, and the reason why I ask it that way, Tasha, is because I work a lot with people that are waking up to their spirit and want to grow their connection and their gifts. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I hear you. And 99% of the time, I, I, it reminds me of the joke. And I'm going to say it. I mean no disrespect. So just hear uh-huh. me out. This, this kind of a question reminds me of the joke. <clears throat> Man comes before God and he's really annoyed and says, I was drowning and I prayed to you to save me and you didn't save me. And here I am, I'm dead. And I prayed to you fervently that you would save me. And God said, I sent you a life raft. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. You said no to each of them. God shows (laughs) up in many different ways, right? So Mm -hmm. does the, Experience of one's expanding wakefulness and spiritual connection. If you have an expectation that it's supposed to look a certain way and it doesn't look that way, then you miss the way that it looks. So you're asking me, Tasha, you know, how am I doing with my spiritual expansion and growth? And, and I'm meditating, and that's, that was your question. And, and, and I asked you, are, are you feeling more peaceful? How does it feel when you meditate? All of these examples that you offered in response to my questions speak of one thing and one thing only, a beautifully expanding connection to spirit, to God, to divine creator, whatever you call it. And the most telling part of it is peaceful. You're experiencing it to be. Because that, my friend, is you being more and more connected to your heart with you. So you're doing fine. Keep it up. The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. Okay? Okay. And thank you. And thank you. Because... You are not the only person on this planet that, have, that, that has that question. You will not be the last person that will think that question. And what a gift that anybody that listens to this show, either live or in the archived recordings, can benefit from you asking the question. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And keep it up because the more you connect with your heart, the more love there is on the planet that helps all of us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Miss Tasha. Blessings, honey. You have a good rest of your night. Okay. All righty. 
Okay. Well, we are after the 8 o'clock hour. Let's see how many callers we have left. Oh, my goddess. Look at all of you people tonight. Okay. I am going to take one more caller, and then everybody else, I am going to apologize and invite you to please come back next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Come in at 645. Get into the queue. And that way um, you are more guaranteed that you will get a reading live on air or feel free to reach out to me privately for um, a session. All right. I'm just going to go to wherever I'm guided to here. Okay. Did we go to this one yet? We did not. Okay. So we are going to talk with someone at area code 760. Can you share with us Hi, your Arlene. first name and where you're calling from? Hi, Eileen. This is Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. Where are you calling from, sweetie? Uh, California. Well, welcome. How can we be of service tonight? <sighs> so, Eileen, I was wondering if you have a message for me, um, either career-related, I'm trying to make a decision, Mm-hmm. Um, I've got several different scenarios, opportunities. Uh, two, two is two of them uh, require an outlay of money, and the third one is actually working as a more of a sales consultant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's just breathe into your heart center, if you would, Jeanette. Okay. Let me see what can we bring forth for you that can offer wisdom about your career opportunities. Um, It does not feel um, reasonable at this time to choose an option that requires a financial outlay. Mm -hmm. So I would invite you consider all of them but I would really look into the third one um, mm-hmm. as, as the mortgage sales, um, what was it? A sales consultant or agent? A sales consultant. It's not for mortgage or anything like that. It's actually for personal development programs. Okay. Okay. I, I would, I would take a look at that one first. Consider the other ones, but take a look at that one first. There's, there's something about the financial requirement that's not speaking to me. Um, I'm not me sure too. why, um, but there is something about the third option that feels what, what I'm being shown is that that one would speak more to your heart, would speak more to a sense of fulfillment in what you would be doing, um, a sense of mm-hmm. service. Um, whereas the other mm-hmm. two, I'm not feeling that as much. Does that make sense to you? Because you know more about all three of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, you're spot on. Totally okay. spot on with that. Okay. You know, you and have the to only decide. thing I wonder. Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. I know you're right. Uh, ultimately, yes, I do need to make my decision. I'm, I'm close to making a decision. I just okay. um, wanted a little bit of objective clarity, but I mean, in so far as the position that you shared with me that I would get more fulfillment from, um, is it the current one that I'm looking at? 
I'm not understanding your question. Can you? In other words, there are several, like there are others that are out there, but currently I'm looking at one. So I'm just wondering if you feel like a sense of um, the one that I'm looking at now, if, uh, if that uh, is the is, one that looks like that, Does that one serve your highest good versus continuing to right. look for positions similar to that? I understand your question. Um, um, hmm, that's an interesting question. So, hmm. I don't know how to answer that question for you, Jeanette. Um, oh, okay. The, the primary focus of what I'm being asked to share with you is more to focus on, on the aspect of fulfillment with the type of position rather than the specificity of the position and where it is. Um, that's, that's like, um, what's, what's the comparison? Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know the, I can't think of the words that would express it. It's like they're, they're swimming in my head and I can't pick one. Um, <laughs> it, it's not apples and oranges. I can't for the life of me think of the words, um, but, but it's not so much about, the, that's the details, and and those are the details that you have to choose, right? The details are right. which job, where, but really yeah. the more yeah. important piece of information that that I'm being asked to emphasize is 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 the area of service that you would be choosing versus the details of where you'd be doing it, because the the yeah. aspect of fulfillment is so. Mm-hmm important it's more important than the details of where you'll figure that out you don't need me for that okay yeah 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 okay it's a matter of energetics i I understand i appreciate that okay good good thank you so much for calling in tonight jeanette i so appreciate it i wish you much success and joy have fun with it. Don't don't take anything too seriously. And as I started in the beginning of the show, you know, feel into it. Yeah. Right. So Jay was asking, yeah. how do you yeah. make a decision with all of the information that that's out there? And I'm always going to invite you to feel into it. If it feels you right you to bet. you, it is. Mm. Yeah. Great reminder. Thank you, Eileen. You are worthy and welcome, Jeanette. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, okay? Blessings. You too. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. It's been a very wonderful show. I'm thrilled that so many people have called in tonight. What a gift. But we will need to come to completion. And so as is our routine, we will do a rapid conscious connection to complete our time together um remember um new moon call clearing call is friday 9 11 12 p.m eastern time go ahead and register for that on my website on the event page or on the link here in the show description here on blog talk radio um and weekly at the healers network um, holistic health wellness and psychic fair look for me there um you can find that that'll be on my website as well on the event page all right so the world needs some love so let's do two things let's create a statement 
that speaks to the suffering of humanity because there's just so much of it out there and it's really not out there. It's right in there. It's in all of us. We are all connected to it. We don't go unscathed. Whether you feel it or not, it is connected to you. So breathe into your heart center, if you will, and hear these words to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for the suffering of humanity and Mother Earth on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you, God, divine creator, for clearing all of our suffering that we may find peace and remember love. And so it is. And so as you breathe into and out of your heart center, I want you to see how quickly we do this. Just imagine the color of love whatever that color is to you. See a bubble of that love around you. Breathe it in. See that bubble of love light connected to every cell in your body that's already filled with the same love light. Because love is not outside of you. It's not an outside job, shall we say. The love you seek is within you. It is your soul essence. That unconditional love that we seek, it's right there in your heart, connected to every cell. For when your soul presence took its first breath into this body, it connected in for the duration of this lifetime. And when you take your last breath, whenever that is, your soul essence will leave this body and continue on in whatever way you hold a belief in. Until then, you have access to pure, unconditional, brilliant, vibrant love every time you breathe into and out of your heart. So do it often. Because every time you do, there is a waveform of love that flows from you and goes down to the center of the earth. It fills the earth. It comes to the surface of the earth and is a gift of love to everyone who dwells there with us. It expands into the atmosphere. It goes out into the universe and into infinity, back to the beginning of all that is. There are no limits to love, no boundaries. Love simply is. And what we know is that whatever we send out comes back to us multiplied. So it's important to be conscious of our thoughts, our words, our emotions, our intentions, so that they are life-affirming and supporting to us. So that gift of love you just sent out, it's coming back multiplied. So breathe it in now. And know that every time you breathe into and out of your heart, 
you are expanding the vibration of love, a gift to us all. And for this, I say thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. Good. Thank you, everyone, for choosing to share this time with me tonight. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. It has been my joy to facilitate this show tonight, and I look forward to seeing you all back here again next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, enjoy your moments and know that you are loved. Blessings of much love and gratitude. Good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.